welcome to the podcast, The Common Bridge with Richard Helpy. Rich is a successful entrepreneur in the technology, health, and finance space. He and his wife, Leslie, are also philanthropists with interest in civic and artistic endeavors, but with a primary focus on medically and educationally underserved children. My name is Brian Kruger, and from time to time, I'll be the moderator and host of this podcast. You're, you're going to draw a connection between uh, uh, the, the minimum wage expectations uh, in the U.S. and how that might uh, kind of dovetail in with what Bloomberg may be proposing or such. Do you want to comment on that? Well, Michael Bloomberg uh, has many people in his employ, um, and they earn good wages and uh, presumably have uh, good jobs. Um, you know, good lives. And the uh, mark of any good economy um, is whether or not people have adequate spending power. And uh, I know that there's proposals, let's make a a $15 minimum wage. And I look at that, and frankly, I don't think that's enough. Uh, It doesn't... Get fifteen dollars an hour isn't going to get the benefits people think it's going to get. And, and people would be surprised at that because they look at fifteen now as being a dramatic jump. Tell us why. Well, if you if you look at it, um, there's about two thousand eighty hours in a year. All right, fifty two weeks times forty um, hours. If you back off just three weeks of that, you're at about nineteen hundred and sixty hours. And at $15 an hour, you know, no overtime, you're grossing around Mm $29,400. All right, you're going to lose uh, out of that 7.5%. You're going to, for FICA, you're going to lose some more for taxes. Mm -hmm. Um, You you know, you're going to be down around $20,000. Well, it's actually, if you do the math, it's more advantageous to perhaps not earn that amount and stay below a poverty level, get, you know, Wage, get income support, get housing support, get medical support. Um, years ago, we had a business that helped uh, employers, large-scale employers, a lot of them quick-service restaurants, um, digitize their hiring. Um, and that, that business, we did real well with that, and it's done real well since we sold it. Um, but I talked to a fellow who owned, uh, and I won't use the brand name, a series of sub shops, mm-hmm. and a real good manager at one of his shops and he wanted her to take over a region and run three shops and with a nice increase in pay and she turned it down and she told him that i'm keeping my income below this threshold because otherwise i'm going to go into a tax bracket i'm going to lose all these other benefits oh wow yeah so i i think we need to raise the minimum wage if we're going to go down this route to 22 to $25 an hour. So you think that's the number? I, I, that's, again, it, I, I will you know, always look at someone else's calculations. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, something I've not gone into great detail, but you're looking then at forty-three dollars to $49,000 a year. Mm-hmm. All right, now that, what that does actually lets people buy health care, get into better housing, pay for their own transportation, sure. all right? And if it's a two-income household, now we're talking close to 90. Right. Well, or it opens the uh, door for a single-job, single-income mm-hmm. home uh, if that's the choice for that family. Sure. It makes it more doable. It, it yeah. does. And now, on the other side of that, um, it will also generate 
things that people keep talking about of $15 an hour. It will drive more automation, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, you already uh, see kiosks in quick service restaurants. It's going to become much more cost effective to automate because of the huge savings you get every time you eliminate a $45,000 a year job sure. versus sure. if at you know $11 you're at you know half of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, be a great investment in robotics, great investment in artificial intelligence, great investment in other automation, um, which is again why I've talked about some of the other topics like student debt because we have to educate people mm-hmm. in order to get to that world. Right. Um, and, and the reason we support education so much philanthropically is because we have to educate people for those jobs in those trades. Yeah, you know, and it's one of your themes that you keep coming uh, back to uh, that I think is important, and that is it's not just the individual that benefits from that education. As a community, we all benefit from it. We have to benefit from it. it it's, uh, it's almost like you, you can't not do it. Um, so this lead, you know, leads into what you're saying. Now, you're going to get a lot of pushback. There's a ton of pushback from the $15 an hour crowd from small business saying, this is going to wipe me out. You're talking about bumping it up to 22, 23. Explain to me how you might sit down with a small business owner and say, look, here's how this is going to work for you better. It's not going to work better for them. <laughs> okay? It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's going to mean that uh, you're, you're more likely to be out shopping for uh, a machine or software uh, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy that is coming in to clean the floors at night, um, you're going to be paying more for. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have that cost, but you're not going to be giving the opportunities to teenagers and such. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, um, uh, help wanted signs all over our region and all over the country as well. The, uh, the beneficiary of a small uh, for a short uh, or a small unemployment rate. Uh, Henry Ford started the $5 a day, not just to be philanthropic. He wanted to keep uh, turnover down. His turnover was staggering. Yep. And something like a $22, $23 an hour minimum wage, um, that might keep people in their jobs too, correct? So, so think about this, that you have more automation, mm-hmm. so less jobs, but the jobs are very attractive, so you're going to have people competing for the jobs mm-hmm. and performing in order to keep the job because it's a job worth having. Yeah. And, and in today's economy, you've got uh, more of free market capitalism. I mean, we don't have pure free market capitalism, but wages are rising because uh, of the supply and demand. It's a demand. You right. can't get them, and so the, the numbers are coming up nicely, and that is a good thing. We have to put spending power in the hands of people, and they have to be able to support themselves. Sure. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. I know we got off on that tangent, but, I, I, again, I always appreciate your time, and uh, thanks a lot. And for folks who are out there, visit richardhelpy.com. And uh, thanks again for all of you that are signing up for uh, to, to be a part of this and look for newsletters starting after the, uh, after the first of the year. Thanks, Rich. Thank you, Brian. It's always a pleasure. You have been listening to Richard Helpy's Common Bridge podcast, recording and post-production provided by Stunt3 Multimedia. All rights are reserved by Richard Helpy. For more information, visit richardhelpy.com.